through the act of making music together, it's as, you know, I just imagine your souls playing you playing the instruments, like playing the instruments through you. And, um, and it's, it's, it's just so beautiful, man. So I like, I appreciate you for sharing that. And, and this is one of the ways that I've really gotten to connect and learn, like connect with people and, and learn about them and learn about myself. Like inevitably, man, like as a, as a facilitator of transformation, as a coach, like inevitably the reflections that, that are provided by the people that I'm working with, uh, impact me as well. And, and there's a saying that, you know, you cannot know yourself without another. And so Mm. learning, learning about other people's lives and learning about these, you know, fractal experiences of consciousness, learning about itself. Like I learn about myself through the experience of music and through the, you know, through the experience of another, through another's experience of, of music. Ahoy and hello, dearly divine bioluminescent light beings. We are back in the now with dearly beloved Brady Brewer. My apologies for the technical, technologically difficulties. My goodness. Um, <laughs> it was the funniest thing. I can, I can go on some deep rants and tangents. I'm not sure where I cut off. And uh, it might have completely deleted all that. So... <laughs> Okay. Forgive, forgive me. <laughs> We're starting resetting like the Nintendo 64. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have blown in the bottom of the of the video game. Yeah. 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 We, we we have just um you know shattered the algorithmic um pattern. Um as I like to think about it, like a lightning strike. Um lightning. I was actually diving into this. Um, last night have you ever heard of a Birkeland current uh no so there's this there's this idea that like we are bioluminescent you know electromagnetic um, life forms and even lightning um for the way that I can describe it is is moving like let's say we see a lightning and it's like it can look like it's kind of chaotically like you know blasting through the sky sometimes and then sometimes it'll find an anchor or a a charge and it'll hit the earth and uh the way is the lightning even in space like let's say for space example lightning can move through space like freely like just through the expansiveness and comparatively through here there could be all kinds of different things in the sky whether it be clouds or um, different particles that the lightning is interacting with so it's finding the the path of least resistance to anchor and ground into and uh so these like Birkeland currents um they're saying that even dark matter in space is actually water <laughs> that's one theory mm. and uh so the lightning can move and you know water plus electricity is like super conductive um and it, it brings a greater level of flow and even when lightning hits the earth the mycelium like the mushroom networks the fungal mycorrhizal networks um, get excited they get like turned on when lightning hits the earth and it like they're like supercharged right reminds me of like uh 
Dragon Ball Z when <laughs> they're like supercharging and going like you know evolving into different levels or exactly dude <laughs> and, and so I think I think that also similarly happens when we can become super conductive um <laughs> and technology is like wait a second I don't even know how to follow this <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but uh what I was what what I was getting into that I wonder if you heard or not was this idea have you heard about that experiment with the grandfather clocks where there's like a quantum experiment that scientists were doing uh is it the one where they <clears throat> set off a, a bunch of clocks and then all the clocks end up matching the biggest clock yes <clears throat> yes yeah. that's the one and it was it was cool too cuz we had started the other <clears throat> the other space cast like 30 minutes ago about uh talking about how you had that experience by the by the beach and you were sitting on the beach and you were saying i'm waiting for my invitation to go mm -hmm. into the ocean mm -hmm. and i'm like whoa like our participation is requested i feel like and and what it was funny cuz like and <laughs> so my neighbor is like the pastor and he lives like we live right next to this like mega church and uh every church had church, sunday service for easter had just come out and so like he was walking up and like yelling at the dogs in the backyard like saying hey it's just me it's just me and then there was like motorcycles driving by and it was like, like super chaotic and i'm like oh my god like it's gonna be an interesting podcast with all the background <laughs> sounds and then paradoxically i'm sitting in this ascension chamber which is like holding this field of neutrality. <laughs> it's like there could be chaos all around us. And if we are breathing low and slow and we're relaxed and we're connected, then that has an, has an effect to our entire external experience comparatively to also the polarity of that is if we're like high and tight, creating more fight and flight, wherever we're going, we're stressed out and trying to race through traffic or whatever it is, you know, we can have a lot on our plate and get overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> there's a real dance between like, okay, we can fall off balance and then always remember that we can always come back to our center, no matter the, the um, distortion or, uh, imbalance and uh, so I, I believe that's that's what we're dancing in in this world is like our ability to <clears throat> come back to our center with the breath which is one of the greatest instruments that we have been gifted um, and then also our voice which is also just such a profound um, technology like cymatics right um, using our voice to you know, go higher or lower throughout the realms. And uh, yeah, I think the, the loop on that thought form was, man, how, how many times have you experienced yourself getting into a stress state and then being able to like slow yourself down and relax and come back to your center and the, the magic that follows that comparatively to just continue to be spiraling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There, our breath is our is the gateway to the now every time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's real. It's real. Uh, real magnificent. So, my dude. Um, 
you are how would you describe the uh the the work that you do my brother how would i describe the work that i do time stopping um deeply integrative uh connective you know um it's such a great question and it's so it's i love receiving it and there's a part of me that's like oh you know there's a part of me that dreads it as well <laughs> dude i feel you on that one yeah because it's 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 really difficult to language um that's a yeah fact. man i use you know i use i use music i i participate with music to help uh you know health and fitness professionals coaches personal development coaches uh breathwork facilitators you know i use music as a way into the reflection um and it's it's through the through the reflection of ourselves in the music that we get to really uh, participate and communicate with the subconscious and the unconscious mind and and be in the resonant vibration of the energy that is rather than the you know on the way to the energy that uh we would like and so yeah man it's 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 quantum it's multifaceted it's very nuanced it's highly energetic and and extremely powerful it's been a really beautiful journey for me mm, man thank you for all you do and be brother i feel like uh we're, we're all musicians singing our way through life together yeah we're man. all we're all the instruments of god you know yeah yeah fully man i mean yep. it's a it, it's a real experience when we can realize that become self-actualized in a in a in all of the ways that are us and you know uh utilizing all of the technology and wisdom packages that are available for yeah. us to <laughs> to show up in our mastery you know i feel like we're yeah. all masters here and uh I, it was awesome because we connected through nate innate brother uh innate i think he's nate baumgartner there we go um yeah. he had a um, little like webinar and you were you were doing a presentation on the it was it was basically like um the experience of music for you right going through and and like it's wild how we can connect with just like food right just like that's another sense right our senses um mm -hmm. can take us back in time just through mm -hmm. music or tasting this one thing oh this tastes like i'm smelling back. it yeah smelling it all oh, this smells like i'm back in 20 11 or 2002 or wherever and it takes us back to these versions of ourself that we may have been it may have been stressful or chaotic for us and the reflection from that is so expansive and it was just an an absolute blessing to to connect with you then and to be connected to you now and eternally ever ever flowing from that um the evolution of like for me, because I'm, I'm like, I, I do, I'm like a chef, but then I'm also, you know, the spring water delivery guy or the water shaman, self-appointed. And, <laughs> and I have found, bro, through like food, like 
depending on my mental, emotional harmonization, let's call it, yeah. um, my, all of my energy channels into whatever it is that I'm doing, whether it be, you know, this here and now connecting, talking with you and all the divine beings that get to listen to this, or even just making somebody like a burger with an egg on it. You know? <laughs> like, yep. I feel like there is no, like, of course there's, it's different, but the, this like resonant tone or this resonant frequency or vibration or energy that I'm able to like tap into when I am being of service and doing the doings, um, it all stems from this like core harmonic that is just myself. And every single one of us has this ability to like connect with all that we are. And the, the funnest part is like when we're able to do that and transform these stories that may have ouch and pain and woe, you know, trauma packages, you know, attached to what is it? Time does not apply to our emotional body or our physical body and then we can go super quantum with it and uh, this channeler named bashar says all points in time and space are connected universally mm-hmm. and so i'm thinking because sound like there's what is it faster than the faster than the speed of light i feel like sound is faster than the speed of light Mm-hmm. Or at least, you know, they're they're like similar, like light and sound. I mean, it's all one when we really break it all down. But then it's like to our analytical mind, we're like, what the fuck are we going to do with that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, a good a good example is like uh, I have this amazing um, soul brother that I delivered to up in the mountains of Boulder. And uh, shout out, shout out. um dear soul brother at Casa del Sol. Um, He has like every single musical instrument you could ever imagine in his house. And he calls, he calls his house uh, Casa del Sol and Michael Murray. Shout out you brother. I love you. Yeah, dude, the house of the sun. And so like every time I go and deliver him water, we have like a jam session. And so he's got like microphones going. He's got xylophones. He's got, you know, uh, pianos with with uh, like the electric piano with all the different you know musical instruments and then like drum setups and like dude we just like go and then he'll like play (laughs) he'll like put on like whatever type of music that's on the radio whether it be like world or whatever and we'll just start like jamming bro just like throwing down our heart and every time man like this like beautiful ability to just like open up our heart and express ourselves, it totally like magnifies my mood and my vibe for the day and i'm like dude what if every single being in the entire world for at least 10 to like 30 minutes every day just threw down their heart and they just like jammed out through an instrument you know and then of course like we could do it by ourselves, or we could like sing to the moon or we could sing to the sun or the grass or our fur children you know the dogs the the geckos the tarantulas if you're into that snakes everything in between mm-hmm. all, the, all the crawlers um i'm curious how your experience has been connecting with people through music and how expansive that has been if you have any stories or things that come to mind that have just completely shifted your perception yeah man like as you were telling that story um the song the song volume by trevor hall came to mind and uh there let's see it would be the second verse 
Uh, and it's, he says, rush like a river from the highest mountain, drink from the fountain and stop your counting. What kind of wine does he have in his tavern? Oh, so enchanted and sing like a madman. Mad, <laughs> mad with the love of a wife for her husband, child or mother, sister or brother. Rain in the thunder, the rain in the thunder. Sing for the most high, sing for no other. We are all notes in this eternal song. God play his flute and we all dance along. And, and he says, he goes on to say, just close your eyes and hold me. No harm will befall you. That's what is spoken true when I turn down the volume. And, and I've, that song is one that like I'd, I'd heard many times back in 2020. And then one particular day, uh, so I used to live in River Market in Kansas City, Missouri, oh, and I had taken a walk down to the river, to the riverfront, and sat in my spot, and I had this experience sitting down on this little staircase where I'd heard this song many times, and then I heard it for the first time. And as you were speaking and sharing that, connecting with your friend through through the act of making music together... It says, you know, I just imagine your souls playing you playing the instruments, yeah. or like playing the instruments through you. Yes. And um, and it's 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 just so beautiful, man. So I like I appreciate you for sharing that. And and this is one of the ways that I've really gotten to connect and learn, like connect with people and, and learn about them and learn about myself, like inevitably, man, like as a as a facilitator of transformation, as a coach, like inevitably the reflections that, that are provided by the people that I'm working with uh, impact me as well. And, and there's a saying that, you know, you cannot know yourself without another. And so mm. learning, learning about other people's lives and learning about these, you know, fractal experiences of consciousness, learning about itself, like I learn about myself through the experience of music and through the, you know, through the experience of another, through another's experience of, of music. Um, and it's just so it's, that's, that's something that it's really powerful for me to reflect on as a, you know, as a transformational guide. Um, in any case, man, it's, you know, to return to the original question, like, this 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 quality of of sound frequency vibration you know energy that is in motion which is emotion mm -hmm. you know like we are we are all threads in this great tapestry we are all notes in this great song like we are all instruments in this eternal symphony of, of life, lifing. Uh -huh. And, and from, so from the macro view, that's, that's really like what I've had just such the honor of, of observing and on more of the micro, uh, more of the micro perspective and perception, um, you know, it's, it's so, it's just so beautiful to identify where people are in a moment and what what it is that they may be struggling with, what it is they may feel stuck on or stuck around, um, 
you know, what may be present for them in their zones of growth and even their edges of growth. Um, and, and how music simultaneously is influencing a breakthrough as well as a breakdown. Totally. And, (laughs) and what I mean by that, because it's, it's all happening at once and it's, it's our perception of the moment that dictates which it is. And, and so, you know, music, it's this really, I was working, I had a client session uh, last week and the song that came up in our session and that has been coming up for her is this song called control by Sabrina Claudio. And when, when you're able to really notice your energetic signature and notice your, you know, the frequency that you're carrying, you can sense into, you can notice this, like just the energy of the word control. It's like, wow, there's a very specific energetic signature that this word control has. And it, and that in and of itself is a symbol. And so checking in, it's like, okay, well, what do I feel in control? Do I feel out of control? Do I feel like I'm grasping for control? Yeah. Do I, you know, like, what is my relationship with control? And um, and so we get to like, just, we just get to notice, man, that to, to answer the question, it's like something I've learned is that when we can be aware of the frequency and symbol of words that we're participating with through, like in the music that we're listening to, again, what, what I said on the, the last uh, trial of, of this podcast <laughs> before, <laughs> before we fried the, the airwaves, uh, <laughs> Was that like we we really get to be in in conversation with spirit? We get to be in conversation with the unconscious and with the unknown, and we really we get to choose how we participate with like our with the growth zone with how we show up in the zone of growth as we the you know the heroes or the warrior kings and queens that are being called to action. And called to mission and to purpose right now, you know, like when we can be aware of, of the frequency of a word, such as the title of a song, and then tune into what is what, like, why are we attracted to this song? And what about our lives is being reflected here? You know, we can, we can, you know, integration at the edges of growth becomes as fast like as smooth as it is fast and sometimes it's so fast that that it is it is like being swept in, you know swept up in the undercurrents of the ocean and in the, the chaos of a storm and and ren uh there's a musician named ren in a song called high ren where he talks about being dry in the eye of the storm and it's like that's what i'm going for like i'm going for oh. for you know how to be at the edge of growth and how to push the edge of growth as as smooth as fast can be you know oh. so that's that's what i've that's what i've been exploring that's what i've been learning and learning how to facilitate with my clients and and the people that i serve is is utilizing you know utilizing music as a as a as a way to propel ourselves rather than to be stuck in a loop 
unconsciously because we're just listening to music. Oh, oh brother. Wow. That yeah. was beautiful, man. Thank you so much for all you do and be again. Wow. Yeah. There's, there's really something about that. I mean, right. Like the formative forces that have led us to being all that we are now was a bunch of patterns and a bunch of fractaling connecting, you know, energies, frequencies, and vibrations in accordance of the harmonics of all that is. And <laughs> the, the dance between being unconscious and just absorbing and consuming whatever is presented to you or whatever you have access to comparatively to becoming the conductor of our experience. That's a cool mm -hmm. way to say it. Um, like we're the, you know, we're the, I think that's what they call the, the conductor is the one who's like orchestrating the orchestra. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's what we're all doing. We're all this like grand conductor of our experience that is now. And depending on what we place our intention or attention on, what we perceive is what we are actively receiving. And yep. I, for, for me, and I'll ask you this question is, um, and I'll, I'll answer it first, but <clears throat> like for the, the formative forces that allowed us to become awakened or um, become conscious of our consciousness for a long time, you know, I would, I would be playing music that, that I, there was, there was, of course, there's something that we're resonating with within this music. And like, I'm curious when, when it was for you, and it, it probably, I feel like, is a everlasting unfoldment of discovering um, this idea of, well, when did we become conscious of our consciousness and how the music we're consuming or the things we're consuming, um, the way I could frame this question is based on, based on your growing into yourself and glowing into yourself um, you could start like where where you were born at, and then some of the some of the major um, turning points of of your life that have led you to being where you are now. Um, it's kind of a big question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like as you were as you were weaving that together, I. Uh, I began reflecting on, you know, the, the book of Genesis, how he says in the beginning was the word and the word was God yeah, and, and the word was with God. And, and so it's like, you know, from there we can look into, you know, when did we become conscious of, of ourselves as creators and we can tune into, you know, the, the, uh, you know, for, for me, this, I don't know who, what, who is listening um, or what beliefs they carry. And, you know, I look at a lot of these biblical stories as, as, you know, analogies and, and myths and stories that are symbolic of the experience and the journey of consciousness. Uh -oh. um, and, and so we became aware when we became aware. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <brother>. and <laughs> so below, absolutely, man, as within, so without, and, and there's another one that I, I, I'm unable to remember right now that I'll, I might just pull up throughout the, 
throughout the conversation here. Um, in any case, you know, in, in my experience, uh, you know, I was born in liberal Kansas and, uh, when my mom was, uh, about six months pregnant with me, according to my dad, um, she decided to tell him that I was not his son. And once, so I was born to my father, believing that I wasn't his son. And then about, you know, six months after that, she ended up asking him to leave. And so they were, you know, they were having, uh, an experience as young adults and as a virgining couple. And, and, um, you know, my mom was a single woman with a, with a son already. And so, you know, in my experience that led to living a life that was just riddled with survival styles on my part. And, uh, from a very, very early, very, very young, you know, unconscious stage of my life, I was surviving very early. Um, and so when did I start becoming aware of myself other than when I was uh, in my early twenties? Um, I, I was about two, let's see, I would have been about three or four years out of the house by now in, in college. So there had been time and space created between my mother and myself. And it was in the safety of, you know, relationship to, to the young woman that I was dating at the time that I started to become aware of, of my pain and, uh, and of my, my, we could say withdrawal from reality, which was a symptom of just complete depression, despair and destitute, just separation from myself. I think a lot of, a lot of the depression that so many people experience, and I can focus on myself here. And like, I invite our listeners and others into the awareness that when we are experiencing depression, it's important to understand the degree that we feel and experience connection with great spirit, with our, uh, spark of soul and of source, because destitute is, is the experience of separation from self. And when I think about my childhood and, and, uh, the life that I got to live in order to, to become aware and to know myself and return to myself told just extreme separation. And, and within that experience of being separated, you know, I would have been, uh, it would have been 1998 or so. So I would have been, uh, 11 or 12 years old. Um, I was, I was in my room listening to the Garth Brooks greatest hits out CD. And, uh, I had, I was listening to going around the world in a pickup truck and he was singing so fast that I could feel what he was singing without really understanding what he was singing. And so at, and I was really drawn to that song. Like I, I have a memory of listening. So, so I, I pull the, the, the booklet, the, the little song and lyric booklet out of the front cover of the CD case. Yeah. And that was one of the first songs that I ever intended to like understand on a deeper level 
by reading the lyrics was was that song and that album when i was about 11 or 12 years old and i remember like hearing what he was i remember feeling what he was saying more than i remember really hearing and understanding what he was saying because if you know this song like he's going to he's going to pick up a girl from her house and they're going out to the rodeo and then they're staying out all night and then you know i'll make sure you know she's home and and uh, so it's like the experience of being a young, active, uh, in, involved and like very, um, I, I don't know if I'd go so far to say like sensual or sexual, but just like highly energetic teenager. And, yeah. uh, but what stood out to me was going around the world in a pickup truck. <clears throat> so in my mind's eye, I can just see it so vividly even now, uh, this image of the world of, it's like the scene of a desert and the world is spinning underneath the truck. And so I'm like, oh. it's like my my point of view is behind the truck that's driving down a highway in a desert scenery. It's a red truck and uh, the sun is shining brightly and the truck is driving. You know, as the truck is driving, my perception is that the, the, the world is is spinning underneath it as the Whoa. road and scenery is passing. So like, and then from there, you know, like other than that, like I was the kid that would sit in my room and just, you know, let the boom box play. And I was constantly being asked to turn the music down. And, and, uh, <laughs> I was always sitting, you know, sitting around the house with headphones on or sitting at the computer with headphones on and, and music was, you know, in in the experience of my childhood, music was a place that I could could be, you know, it was a place that I could relate and um, and regulate myself and like <laughs> understand and know myself. And and even though I wasn't directly like knowing how I was feeling through the music, it was a place that I could go to feel. Um, yeah. So like my yeah my connection with with music and and my connection with uh myself through music however unconscious it was began very very early brother that's that's absolutely amazing man yeah it's so beautiful too thank you for sharing because um i also similarly reflected um, my mom was a single mom. Um, we left. I was born in Bozeman, Montana in 1995 in January, Jan the end of January, January 30th, early in the morning. And uh, my mom always said, too, it's funny. She's like, you were the most painful, painless birth out of the three. I have an older sister and a younger sister um, beings that she birthed into this incarnation. And uh, then she said from that, you know, it, it was just extreme hardship and challenge. So I was the easiest birth coming out. I was just ready to come out into this world to shake things up, <laughs> shake the snow globe. And then, yeah. and then from there, like, you know, uh, we moved, my mom left, my mom shot up my dad's house with a hunting rifle and left when I was three years old, um, mm. out, out of Montana. And then we moved from Montana to Taos, New Mexico. So complete from the north of the states down to the south of the states. And uh, <laughs> just a total, you know, paradox. Um, I remember growing up 
and listening to all different types of music um, and connecting with that. And there totally was a lot of pain and separation from, you know, being homeless and having these various different quote unquote father figures in my life and the different music or tones of vibration that they would be playing and then also embodying and being. And um, the, the paradox is like, it can be a lot for, you know, a young being coming into this realm and especially when experiences are like chaotic or turbulent. I think it was Paul Check that I heard talk about that uh, shamans come in. I, first off, I believe that all of us are shamans in our own right and uh, in our own way, mm -hmm. which is being able to navigate the realms of reality and uh, be an alchemist, turn, turn lead into gold in any as a metaphor for any experience, um, the, the the closing of the sacred hoop of this uh, thought form that's coming through is um, this idea that my soul, I already, like I intuitively know for a fact that my soul came through and picked my dad and picked my mom and picked the exact family lineage and tree that I was to be incarnated, incarnated into. There we go. <clears throat> for myself to gather all of the wisdom and experiences and transform them into wisdom. Um, and for a long time, it, it was a lot of pain and hardship, you know, uh, experiencing homelessness and flying a sign. Like one of the funniest things that I think of right now, that's just a real paradox is being homeless on a corner. Like they, they call this one part in Taos, New Mexico. It's like Northern North of Taos. It's called the old blinking light. It was this stoplight that used to just blink green and blink red and blink yellow, but it would blink all the time. And they recently fixed it and upgraded it. But I remember standing on the side of this, you know, corner of the street. And paradoxically, there's a radio station that is like right caddy corner to this intersection. It's a four way. And there's this radio station called K-Taus. And um, they would have mostly like bluegrass or folky or reggae or, you know, that like down to quote unquote down to earth type music, not really any rap or any like other genres, just mostly like uh, folky and or reggae. And uh, I remember listening as a kid um, to just the rhythms and the things that were around me or the music that my mom would be playing or whoever. And the, the paradox was uh, my mom would be flying, flying a sign on the corner to go and get me organic, like gluten-free bread. And this was like before the gluten-free, the gluten-free game is much better nowadays <laughs> yeah. for, for, uh, for us, you know, it's actually like closely similar to, um, you know, your typical bread and stuff they've gotten it soft but back in the day this was like a frozen bread and it had like nuts and seeds in it and it wasn't the most delectable thing it was very nutritious and good for you but <laughs> um so my mom thought i had celiac disease and also thought i was lactose intolerant so the paradox of like you know going and being raised on rice milk they call it rice dream still love that stuff but it's like sweet like almost horchata <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay it's like sweet rice milk um yeah. i remember like 
tasting regular milk in elementary school or something I'm like what is this shit like <laughs> this, is, this is wild um and i feel like food and music they like are very cross-cultural and they're like they bridge the worlds and so when i think of music i also think of food usually um it, it comes through through like deep for me um because usually i would be eating and then there'd be like some kind of some kind of background music, but the, yeah. the 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 closing of the loop was this like reflection within every single one of us and our abilities to navigate the challenges and what we could call them golden opportunities um, through this life. And instead of them being disempowering, which is us really just being caught on a loop. It's just this thought form that is just looping. It's kind of like a, a broken record. It's just playing and it'll skip and it'll play the same five seconds or 10 seconds or whatever, comparatively to mapping the meaning from that, bringing it into all of our being and like including and transcending and integrating it. And then we're able to like break through that caught stuck energy and open it up. And, and then these quote unquote disempowering stories can become empowering. And it, it's wild because I feel like we, most of us have more in common with each other than we actually are aware of. And most of the time, you know, like you were saying about depression, like it's these repressed emotions that we can just be spiraling down with. And I have found that a beautiful antidote to depression is expression. And so it's like, okay, if I am starting to feel any sort of density within my being it's like yeah we could stretch it out we could go for a walk we could just sit there and hum to ourselves um or continue wallowing in our misery i feel like all choices are valid so there's no judgment here right? <laughs> <laughs> once we release our judgments we can be like the zen fisherman and just like let our cosmic um, magnifiers send out into the sea of consciousness and then we just how can we allow things to come to us and uh, it, it's a lot more fun that way but it's it's really interesting how we can be time travelers through music and experiences and it's like all of us is is here to experience um, the now mm-hmm. and and uh, what an honor and a gift it is. Like, dude, I'm literally, I'm so grateful to be, uh, to be in the here and now with you and share experiences. Cause it's, it's something that I feel like is a little underrated in our world. Like growing up as a kid, I just an example, I was caught up in like deep depression and stuff. Cause I was having such challenge um, mapping, like what is going on here? You know, like all I see is these quote unquote adults that are in my mind, most adults are children and in grown up bodies. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Which is a, that's a paradox in itself. (laughs) (laughs) Cause then it's like, wait a second. Oh no. Like we get to be responsible, but then it's like, we revert back to our default operating system sometimes. And it's just like a lot of temper tantrums. (laughs) A lot of timber tantrums, a lot of emotional fits, you know, like we, what I've, what I've been exploring, because music, even on a, on a cultural scale, you know, we earlier, you were mentioning how sound and food, 
you know, you experiencing, you experience them similarly in that they return you to a time and a place. Yeah. And if we were to acknowledge, you know, the way, uh, society at large we could say like this physical matrix that we live in where we're born we go to daycare and kindergarten uh, and then we enter a school system that educates us a certain way to be a certain way and go to college to qualify ourselves for certain jobs and then live these jobs and live certain lives which are disconnect off which are often disconnected from ourselves yeah and uh and in 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 the time that we have to share with ourselves and others we're watching sports watching movies and tv shows and, and receiving the news like like along the way we were not taught or shown how to appropriately be with the energy of our emotions because uh -huh. emotion emotions is energy in motion and so what makes adults children in grown bodies is that there is energy that has not been in motion yeah. there is energy that was actively um actively taught to how am i saying this right now there is there's energy that was um ashamed to be expressed yep there is anger that was called you know, there's energy in the form of anger that was trapped in the body because when you were two or three, you know, you weren't allowed to feel how you felt, which was, by the way, most likely the energy that was being given and in, in radiating off of our parents totally. um, based upon the lives and choices that they that they were living and made. You know, so like as children, we are just these little unconscious beings who are subjected to the environment and to the energy of the environment. And we become channels for it. Totally. And, um, and so it, it's just so fascinating to, to observe the, the evolution of, of, you know, of consciousness. You know, earlier we were riffing on when did we become aware of being conscious? And it's like imagine being the child who was aware of what they were experiencing when they were experiencing it as a child and being like, what are these people doing? Like, what are these adults <laughs> doing? <laughs> and, and, oh, uh, and, uh, yeah, and so, man, I'm, I'm starting to forget where I was even going with this. Dude, you're so but, good. It was a beautiful rant. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's just we're like riffing. so separate from self, man. So separate from self in it. And, and eventually, you know, as, you know, we enter, we enter our teenage years and, and we enter that depressive state. And so a part of my studies is uh, I, I study the Swamplands of the Soul by James Hollis. Oh. And uh, James Hollis is a Jungian anal analyst. And, um, and it just so happens that uh, grief, the Swamplands of grief and loss, uh, and the Swamplands of depression, destitute and despair, which we could say are the three little birds that Bob Marley sang about was depression, yes. destitute and despair. Um, those are all swamplands of the heart of the heart plexus. And as you were speaking on, on, um, 
you know, the antidote of depression being expression, it's like, yeah, I, I, I pulled up some notes that I, that I've created. And if we were to acknowledge depression, destitute and despair as qualities of our experience that have, that have gifts to offer us the gift of depression according to James Hollis is the ability to discern the difference between what happened to us in the past and who we are in the present. And so like when I, when I tune into who I was being in my twenties, like I was being a child in my twenties that was, was unable to differentiate himself from who he was in the present and like who I was in the past or what happened in the past and who I was in the present. And, uh, and even, and man, I even had such a powerful experience of um, really just observing how my child consciousness was expressing through me and holding and holding me in pattern as an adult where um, I needed the world to meet my needs for me because I was I was being as a child in my consciousness Um you know, I've been doing inner child and shadow work for so long that uh, I wasn't actually living or progressing through my adult consciousness. I was expressing and not living, not being engaged with reality um, because I was being in, in, you know, as a child in my mind. And so this is where we really can get into the quantum qualities and properties of of being so of perceiving through the world through the lens of a past version of ourselves and then unconsciously expressing as that version of ourselves. And so the gift of destitute is to reconnect the feeling function that tells us whether something is right for us or not. And to acknowledge that we've been running against our own grain and And then the second is to observe our loss of energy and to track it to its split off place to retrieve it. And so when it comes to like music and food, man, the smell of the food and the sound of the music, it, it, you know, the music I've, I've, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like I have hypothesized, you could say that our emotions exist in music out which which is to say that our emotions exist outside of us when we're relating with music unconsciously or subconsciously we're feeling a feeling without experience we're, we're like feeling the emotion without experiencing it for ourselves yeah and and so like to to reconnect the feeling function uh allows us to acknowledge how we have been running against our own grain because one of the reasons that we are disconnected from self is because we're running against the grain of our self, of our soul. We're, be, we're being this false, this false self perception that uh, operates safely in a world constructed uh, for us to be a certain way that we inherently are not. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so like observing uh, how we're running against our grain and then observing when our soul fragmented according to the trauma we experienced little t big t uh developmental or otherwise you know it's like being able to return to that moment in time and then connect with that version that part and retrieve it and integrate it allows us to to proceed you know with 
with all parts on board and, and it allows us to progress in life. And so that's where the gift of despair becomes so important because the gift of despair is, is not to deny the terrible feelings that we have as we are integrating ourselves in life, nor relinquish dignity, but to suffer through it towards whatever awaits us beyond the despair and to sustain the struggle as we move from being victim to being hero. And, and so it's that journey, like out of depression, out of destitute and through despair, you know, as beings of light who have big goals to, you know, impact and leave our footprint on the world, you know, setting that goal is going to call us into being a version of ourselves that, we won't know how to be right away. And it's going to simul as we are like in the practice of being and becoming that version of ourselves, it's going to call forward all parts of us that are not that version of ourselves and all <laughs> beliefs that are, that are not believing what that version of ourselves knows and, yeah. and like all behaviors that that version of ourselves is no longer participating with, like all these energies that do not serve the purpose. And actually that, serve our purpose in the highest of ways because it's by like bringing our trauma to the surface to see here and feel that allows us to integrate and learn from it uh from there man we get to like we get to really be in flow with life and life gets to flow naturally through us on our way to really discovering and activating and being an ownership and amplifying the gifts that we have inside of us to serve, you know, the, the highest transformation of all. And, and that's where I, I did find this quote, you know, that's where like man is the microcosm of God. And so this, the process of spiritual involution, right. That's inner evolution, which is often highly destructive and, and <laughs> where, where we experience the wrath of God and the love of God simultaneously in the same moment Shit. and sometimes in the same breath. It's the process <laughs> of spiritual involution and evolution. That process begins in the mind. And so like healing is 98% imaginal. Uh, and the mind. That's accurate. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so like the mind, uh, the most high, the Rama, the Ram, the optic thalamus, the eye of providence, the lamb of God. And as it is above, so it is below. As on the earth, so in the sky. And here's what I was remembering earlier. Truly, the outward doth from the inward roll, and the inward dwells in the inmost soul. Ooh. And that's a quote from Spirit World, uh, W-H-I-R-L-E-D by Dylan Sococcio. And uh, to really thread the needle here, because uh, this, this is how I do all things that I do, I just start to notice resonances and, and, and connect dots. With all that being said, from the out, like the outward doth from the inward role. So the out, what we see and perceive in our in our current now moment it it is us pushed out yeah and so reality is us pushed out the outward doth from the inward roll it rolls from the inside it rolls outward from the inside and the inward dwells in the inmost soul 
And so if we were to check in with uh, Walter Russell, who is a metaphysicist who's who's just contributed so much beautiful work to our evolution, uh, he said the fulcrum of power is knowledge of mind, not specifically knowledge, but knowledge of mind and its extension into waves of motion is the thinking of mind so power is knowledge of mind and waves of motion is the thinking of mind and he said that one hour spent with god in the depths of his forests could give you more of wealth than a thousand of books or mountains of gold and and he's you know he really has moved me into a space of you know, really shifting my my perception of prayer and of spending time with God. Uh, he said, when we say to you, therefore, when you can continuously walk and talk with God and work as one with him, you can then know his masterfulness manifested in your works and your mind will be one with his in the ecstasy of his rhythmic thinking. And so now we are really syncing ourselves up with the cosmic clock, with the sky clock, with the rhythms of energy pouring in into and out from this planet. And that that is like the 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 law of correspondence in action there, like the inward dwells in the inmost soul. And so the degree that I can know God is the degree that I know God within myself. And it just so happens like I am. I am the outward that rolls from the inward of God. And as we, as I sync with it, with him, with her, you know, however you would prefer to perceive it, it's, it's it, from that point forward. Now I become a fractal, like the inward that rolls from me, from God becomes a fractal of God. And, and, it, and it becomes this just amplified experience of, of creatorhood and, and of, of, just the experience of being a human in this experience of being human. <laughs> ah, oh, brother. Oh, my God. Well said. Well Thank said. you for riding that wave with me, man. <laughs> Dude, I, I am so grateful. This is like, oh, it's so beautiful. It just yeah. it, it reminds me of literally like dropping a stone in this like beautiful, sacred, serene like holy pond or whatever wherever yeah. wherever the vision takes you to any water source and you drop a little pebble in there and then it just ripples out you know For we're just sure. like we're just like rippling and riding the sacred river of life <laughs> it's such an honor bro oh my gosh it's so good yes yes and yes shout out walter russell oh my god what a yeah what a grand sage there's so shout many. out walter russell shout out dylan Sococcio. shout out james hollis and, and there yeah man there are so many beautiful authors and and mystics and and wise just wisdom keepers yeah we're so blessed i feel like we're living in the greatest time to ever be alive you know and we have oh, for sure the, like literally the golden age and sure like, I think it was that thing that I sent you about like water being the tree of <clears throat> the tree of life and, and also synonymously the tree of knowledge and these integrative forces versus these disintegrative forces or the 
becoming versus the destruction of what has already become and then the alchemy and the shifting of that shout in and out to you dear soul brother brady brewer oh my gosh dude this is so so grand i feel like this is the first of many um <laughs> yeah like, yeah i'm not sure I what you're that. I'm not sure what your your time looks like, but we could we could go for another like 30 minutes or an hour if you want, or if you have others to do, no worries at all. Um, yeah, let's let's begin uh, wrapping it up here in the next 15 or 20. Dude, that sounds beautiful. I wanted to check in, so thank you for that. Um, that's oh man, there's so much wisdom packages available for all beings that get to interact with this, and I'm also especially excited to be able to tune back in and listen to this myself. And whenever yeah. whenever I finalize it, I'll send it to you, um, so you could share it with whoever you want. Um, and yeah, there's really something about it, you know, like this act of acting. You know, like I feel like we're all you know, playing whatever kind of game and we're all like actors on our world stage that is ourself and this dance of becoming within ourself. And there were so many things to to ping pong and uh, <laughs> pinball back to, but one that's coming through really deep is um, the idea of like, okay, going back to these points of ourself that may have been repressed or depressed and um, then the quantum can come in to where if we can, when these things come back into our awareness, whether it be like some call it flashbacks or for me, it, you know, it's like a, like a daydream or it's just like a rememory. There we go. That's a good way to put it. I a, love that. A rememory of whatever the experience was. And I'll like get sucked back into time or I'll get pulled back into myself into the experience that was me at that time and then a dance that i've been working on is being able to like walk hand in hand with my inner child and like all these different versions of myself so there's like comparatively just as much as there's like the inner child version of herself that we're like being able to resonate with and go back in time with to like honor and love and nurture and support especially in those times where we were experiencing a lot of chaos or pain or frustration or whatever it was where we were soul fragmenting where these parts of our soul, we kind of just like, Oh, it doesn't matter. And then we like dimmed our light. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause we're like, Oh, I don't want to, for me, it was like, I don't want to hurt anybody because sometimes my, my light is so bright. And then I learned from a young age, like negative attention, at least it's some kind of attention. Right. Cause I mm -hmm. wouldn't, I wouldn't get whatever seen or validated. It's funny that the tea bag paper that I have from this Yogi tea that I was sipping on is we all want to be understood, or I like to think about it, innerstood or inner standing yeah. to be acknowledged and to be loved. And it's like, of course, like just listen. We get to listen with our ears and see with our eyes and love with our heart and our whole being. And from these moments of, soul fragmenting or chaos or trauma uh capital t or lowercase t um going back to those moments and just like hugging ourselves. like i found even that humming thing that i was talking about a little bit earlier where you like let's say you hug somebody and to just like come into radical presence and stillness and outrageous love shout out rabbi uh dr mark gaffney i've been diving into a lot of his stuff about like outrageous love and 
So you go back to this version of yourself if you do have a flashback or a rememory and you just love yourself for all that you are and you're able to like be the father, be the mother, be the inner child for yourself. And then it creates this like golden thread or this rainbow bridge, or at least that's how it is in my imagination of yeah. connection for myself to bring my myself that was fragmented and lost in the darkness and illuminate the darkness with the lantern vision or the laser beam or a combination of both shout out the strobe light or disco ball <laughs> <laughs> and, and anchor and bring that version of me back as the younger version. And then also one that I trip out on that's our trip in uh, with is like this sage, like elder or, yeah uh, yeah elder version of ourselves that like you know think about 20 30 40 50 years from now um this like sage that is just like mastered all that we are which paradoxically we are the inner child and we are already the inner sage or the inner elder and being able to like bridge both of those worlds into the now and then i feel like when we're able to do that like all these soul you know fragments or parts of ourselves that we may have like given away or quote unquote have been taken from us um they like come back to us all things are returning to us and it's just like that saying all rivers lead to the ocean like yeah. all pathways lead home if, if you don't know where you're going all roads will lead you there and if you do know where you're going <laughs> the right road will lead you there. <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> so good oh it's so deep too it's it's so profound too because then i think our our capacities of connection and listening um, become so expansive and also grounded and anchored into the now that our ability to like show up and, and help and like do our work and embody our mastery. It just, it goes off the scale. I feel like, and, and from that place, it's like, okay, wow. Like we really don't have to reach out for anything. It's more of like, that's what I've been working on as of recently is like going from this externalization of myself, which is still beautiful um, to this like internalization and not really from the compartmentalization aspect of it, but just like sitting within myself in the sacred garden of Eden that is within myself and just allowing the, the, the cycles and the rhythms and the pressures to like everlastingly un like not on, but everlastingly to flow like a spring coming from myself. And then the light just like, it, you know, I have more energy is a good example, right? I'm like uh, more aware of like inspired thoughts and feelings and emotions that I get to resonate with comparatively to what was me and they did this to me and you know, choosing, choosing a more disempowering path, which honestly is totally fine too. I mean, that's the, mm -hmm. that's the real paradox that I've been uh working with is like it's okay wherever we are it's it, it's where we're we're meant to be quote unquote and we have the ability to shift it by you know consuming something different or putting on you know different music different tv programs different research different whatever it is different uh, flavors that we get to savor <laughs> and then mm -hmm. um appreciating it like uh, one of my favorite psychologists, his name is Dr. Keith Witt. Um, he's just an absolute legend. He wrote this book called Shadow Light. And it, it's really about like 
our shadow, most things like our shadow could be our subconscious, right? Or the things we're not aware of or things that can show up and you're like, whoa, like, who was that? Like the, the, parts, of, <laughs> the parts of ourselves that could be a little disintegrative. Unknown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And, and like walking hand in hand with my shadow and like dancing yeah. in my shadow and like um bringing bringing the light that is my consciousness whether it be that laser beam or the lantern or the 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 disco ball i like that one that's a cool one that came through just shine your disco ball man (laughs) 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 and and, uh and then like flowing with the goings of of when we can like dive into these parts of ourselves that that we may have been repressing to to express them in more harmonious ways that I, we all and connection to our tribe. It's like, dude, that's the, where I think the synchronicity comes from. Like take out the thing. That's where I feel and understand and know where the synchronicity comes from. And even the synchronicity of, you know, what was me and ah, it's chaos and ah, the world's ending. The sky is falling comparatively to, Whoa, I'm at the right place at the right time. And, oh wow i just met this being and this being reached out to me it's like wait a second it's our ability to be that grandfather clocking uh (laughs) and harmonize and synchronize and come back to our center even if we may be you know off our kilter off balance in any way and um dude it's just what a beautiful amazing dance it is to be in this now and have access to uh all of the infinite age of information that we're that we're thriving in and sometimes it can be overwhelming and or underwhelming depending on our perspective and vantage point from wherever we're at in the dance of uh, the cosmos and consciousness and uh in in closing man uh, do you have any uh, inspired words or a message that is coming through that you would like to tell yourself and all beings as well from your your inner child to you now to the grand sage that you are and bridging the worlds of all three yeah brother thank you so much for for this opportunity uh not just in this moment to to share what that is and what that will be uh also just thank you for the opportunity for this conversation and to uh, share with, with your audience and your listeners. And, and as you just said, with myself, you know, it's always amazing to drop into these spaces with, with individuals such as yourself and just observe and witness and participate with the spirit that, that flows through me. Um, Because inevitably I'll say something where it's like, Oh, (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was clearly for me too. (laughs) Uh, And uh, so, yeah, man, you know, this, this conversation, it's what a powerful uh, just weave and uh, what you were just sharing, you know, like how, how amazing is it that we all have an opportunity now more than ever, now more than ever to uh, be with ourselves as the divine mother, as the divine father, and as the wise child, the divine Ooh. wise child to, to connect with ourselves and be with ourselves and cultivate a life from the energy of unhurt, of unharmed, of unconditionally loved and 
you know, with, with compassion and curity and uh, curiosity, connection and coherence, like we, we get to be in a space now where, where we can know ourselves um, as beings who did not live the lives that we lived, even though we did. Um, we get to, we get to be with and participate with ourselves in, in an energy that is unconditional, that is eternally creative and with, with <laughs> boundless possibilities that, that can be real and true and God, the universe source, it's, it's going to recognize, uh, your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors and say, okay, <laughs> and and will resonate with you everything that resonates with that. And so you said something really powerful that, you know, even if, even if someone is in a, in a, you know, lower frequency vibration or a lower frequency harmonic, like that is going to co-create more of that. Mm. And, and it's going to create enough of that for the individual to notice. And, and so to, to wrap this up and like really just, put a bow on the package of this, of this space cast with, with my brother, Samson, like we, we really are, we get to be in the driver's seat to the degree that, that we are aware that we can be in the driver's seat. And even then we are passengers. <laughs> oh, brother! Well said, man. That is yeah. so beautiful. We are healed and we are whole. Yeah, um, what a gift this is, man! This is a sacred, beautiful, majestic container, and uh, just as much as I'm along for this ride, and, and we get to guide and inspire and uh, teach ourselves and all beings that we get to interact with it as well. Um, all of me thanks honors and loves all of you brother and uh, yeah if you need anything at all just reach out i always like to tell everybody you can invoke or evoke my name and my spirit will be there to assist mm -hmm. you in maintaining things to be the same or shifting everything even greater than we have ever seen and um I think that's the real dance it's like the contraction to the expansion and really like being the participant of this sacred cosmic dance. So thank you for being such a majestic dance partner and soul that you are, bro. And I'm excited. Likewise. To... <laughs> Thanks, bro. I'm excited to, <laughs> I'm excited for the next one and the, the sharing and the flowings of the goings of how, uh, of how we get to uh, interact and connect with all that is. And uh, yeah. my intention is that we get to align in the foreseeable future, in the physical, I get to get a hug from you and walk you through a Ascension Pyramid experience. So in the physical, we were already in it and we broke the algorithm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that's fine. It was meant to be totally. Um, we can conclude with this beautiful, amazing container um, and wrap it up, like you said, with a bow amazing. on top. Uh, with a little heart space coherency for the, the finalization and then uh, send us off into our realms to be the best that we can be and be the star that we are. So 
Ah, yes. we yes, were already yes. in our heart for this whole thing, and we get to rise back into our heart because I feel like dream weaving this life and our experience is the art piece. Um, here we go. Simply putting our intention, our attention. I always like to think sometimes that uh, my consciousness can be spinning on a hamster wheel that is in my mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, sometimes I'll just be like, oh, okay. And it's like a light ball of consciousness. And so I'm focusing with my intention, my attention, simply dropping this light ball from my pineal gland into my heart and my heart center. And then from there, simply allowing myself, giving myself the gift of the eternal breath of life that is now. What a gift that is. Um, breathing in, connecting my heart with the heart of Mother Earth. Up through my feet, permeating every single cell in my being. And then that exhale, just allowing all perceived and received energy from the inside out to settle into this sacred space of our heart. And that second breath, connecting our heart with the heart of all of creation, Father, Sky, Central Sun, God's Goddess, all of creation, however you choose to see that and say it, breathing these energies, our energy through the top of our crown. Again, permeating every single cell in our being, and then that exhale, allowing all of our energy from the inside out to settle into the sacred space of our heart. And that third breath, the trinity the coherency the anchoring of all of our light merging the energies of earth within our being and the energies of sky within our being being that rainbow bridge for heaven and earth and again that final breath allowing all of our energy that can be perceived or received from the inside out to settle in the sacred space of our heart where we are all that we are <laughs> My man, brother, thank you so much for this amazing, amazing experience. And uh, yeah, as soon as it's done, I'll, I'll send you the link for it. I think I'll post it in like a week or two. Awesome, um, man. And yeah, like I said, if you need anything at all, um, please reach, reach in and zen out. And uh, if you have, um, where, where's the best place for people to connect with you if they would like a, a session from you, my dear soul brother, you alchemist, grandmaster, sage? The best place right now is going to be Instagram. It's bradybrewer.remastered. And uh, I'll have resources available very soon. I'm Sweet. currently in, in the process of building. Nice, man. Well, yeah, I'll tell. Uh, we are anchoring it out for the entire cosmos. Be in your energy and uh, the gifts and the services that are available to us will flow to us right when we need them. So, yeah, man, blessings on all your journeys, voyages, and travels, dearly beloved. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Eternal appreciation for all you do and be. And until uh, next time, I love your soul. Love you too, brother. All right, man. Talk soon. Have a wonderful, amazing, sensual Sunday. That was one thing I wanted to add. We can be intimately involved with our sensuality. And the dance between that is embodiment of our sexual sexuality, which is all that we are. It's our expressive, uh, accumulative life forces into action. So with that sensual Sunday, 
enjoy the rest of your here and now. And uh, yeah, man, I'll talk to you soon. I love your soul. I love you all. Thank you. Eco elevation, infinite love and light for all of creation. Uh, do and be all that you are because the doing is a side effect. Aho, brother. Peace, love, chi, and hummings and deeds and thoughts. <laughs> peace, peace. Peace, peace, brother. <laughs>